You're listening to The Yarn, a podcast for the Australian wool industry. I'm Ella Edwards and I'm sitting down with AWI's CEO, Stuart McCulloch. Stu, thanks for speaking with me. My pleasure. So, Stuart, we're going to be talking about the review of performance or the ROP. What is it? Well, uh, the review of performance is a, um, a standard part of our life, our world. Um, uh, this is my uh, fifth review of performance um, uh, in the company and um, my third as uh, CEO. Um, and, and it's a normal part of uh, the cycle that uh, we go through every three years. Every three years we must have a wool poll um, to inform the wool growers uh, prior to that. We are um, required to undertake a review of performance and um so this is a normal, very normal part of our life. I suppose the different thing about this year's review of performance is that um, late last year we were under uh, a bit of scrutiny and uh, the minister at the time asked uh, that we do an expanded review of performance and uh, of course we agreed to that and uh, spent a good amount of time, April, May and June, working with Ernst & Young to deliver this review of performance. Now it's a 500 pages report, quite large, could you give an overview of what actually is in the report? It's 506 pages, actually. But um, look, it's, it, is a, it is a rangy uh, kind of document. It's um, had a lot of work go into it, uh, certainly from the executive and the staff of AWI. We've uh, contributed nearly uh, 1,300 documents to that particular review of performance, policies, procedures, actions, um, historical data. Uh, on how the company's performed, so it's uh, it's been a lot of work. Um, and it's taken uh, many of the executives out of the business for a good amount of time. But the document can be broken into two two main areas: uh, the operations of the company and the board. Um, from an operational point of view, they've really focused on a couple of areas. They've identified a couple of areas of concern. Uh, one is measurement and evaluation. The other one is consultation. So, look, we've. Um, acknowledged at the beginning of the review of performance measurement and evaluation was a bit of an issue for us and that we'd uh, spent a bit of time in the last six months trying to concentrate on bolstering our staff in that area and coming up with solutions to measure the full gamut of things that we do. Because we don't sell anything, um, it's, it's often hard to give a tangible figure to wool growers, which they really want, uh, a, a for every dollar spent, a dollar returned, and that's uh, where we've got to spend some um, uh, energy and time. The first thing we're going to do there is we're going to bolster our internal staff. We've um, done that uh, largely with external consultants over the last couple of years and um, that's clearly not good enough. We need people collecting data in the Northern Hemisphere uh, on a constant basis and analysts back here um, extrapolating that into terms that wool growers can understand. So look, it's a, it's a area that we recognise as uh, being a little uh, underdone in, uh, but we're gonna work really hard to make sure that uh, we've got the best advice we can and the best uh, human resources we can to deliver those um, tangible uh, understandable figures to wool growers. And so amongst the recommendations, were you surprised with any of the findings? No, not really. There's there's 80 odd recommendations that have been made and many levels of uh, many different levels of criticality amongst them. So some of them are, are marked critical, some of them are marked, uh, marked uh, mandatory and other, ones, uh, other are just recommendations. So that sort of gives us an indication um, on 
the urgency of them. Um, Ernst and Young did a good job uh, of this report, and they certainly have given us um, staging or timing that they'd like to see those things delivered. What we have to do now, um, because of the um, the depth and breadth of this uh, document, is we have to go back to all of them and, and lay them out and see uh, what it might take to deliver them. Um, many of them we, we will just accept outright. There are some there that uh, warrant some um, more discussion, some more thought. Um, and there's some others there that are going to be really challenging for us um, and, and may require um, potentially even constitutional change, which we've got to put to a vote of wool growers and get 75%. So, look, um, there's a bit of, uh, bit of road to go yet. Uh, but we're certainly, um, the ones that we can uh, pull off quickly, we will, and, uh, and we'll work on the others as well and try and get them delivered in due course. And so to clarify, there's governance and board issues and there's operational issues. As CEO in charge of the operations of the business, what are you going to be taking on board? Oh, look, uh, the, the, certainly the measurement evaluation uh, recommendation is something that we were didn't surprise us. We, we warranted this up front to Ernst & Young that we thought it was a bit of a concern. They looked at it um, long and hard and, and came back with a similar view. Um, the, the challenge there is um, uh, how we pull this off, uh, how we make it clearer for wool growers, uh, the measurement. Um, there's some things that are really easy to measure and there's um, things in the, you know, that we deliver at the other end of the supply chain that are really hard you know, because we don't sell our product. It's an ingredient brand. Um, so our marketing activities at the other end of the supply chain are very, very difficult to measure. We can measure in terms of media reach, media value, uh, column inches, those sorts of things. But that doesn't mean much to a wool grower. A wool grower wants to know if he spends, he or her spends a dollar, what is that returning to them? And, and we're going to try and work out something that's tangible to them or meaningful for them. Um, the other part of the operational um, recommendations were largely around consultation Look, we, we, we try really hard in this area. We, we've uh, always, in fact, I think the, the, the review of performance uh, actually acknowledges that, um, that we have made great improvements in this area. So look, we're, we're always looking for interesting ways to communicate and interesting ways to get feedback. Um, we've just got to uh, make sure that um, uh, things like the Industry Consultative Committee uh, are um, well-structured. Um, and that we are getting messages up and down. So, look, there will be some pressures put off, put back on groups like that to actually deliver and demonstrate how they're communicating with their constituents and how they're getting information and feeding that up to us. And we're going to uh, make that ICC, the Consultative Committee, a little bit more uh, autonomous. And um, uh, but with autonomy comes. Um, you know, proof of consultation, and uh, they're going to have to do that. So as many of our listeners would know, there was a lot of criticism of AWI in the media in late 2017. Does the ROP address this? You're quite right about that. It was a, a particularly tough uh, six months, um, the latter part of um, 2017. Um, yeah, look, I think the, the review of performance does uh, do that. That, um, you know, these noi- this noise um, happens for, for good reason. You know, people are unsettled. And um, we were uh, offered a, an expanded review of performance, which we thought was something that would allow the company to um, 
show what it's done and uh, also, uh, you know, make itself available for, for external uh, commentary on the things that we can do better. And um, the, the, the report uh, also not only recommends things, but it also has a rating on criticality. Uh, which is very important to us and uh, also uh, Ernst & Young provide us with some timing as well. Um, we're going to be expeditious in the way that we um, adopt these changes. We're going to do them as quickly as we can. Um, but there are some that are going to take a little staging uh, to, to roll out, But um, you know, uh, which, which Ernst & Young provide us in their um, timing document. From a board point of view, uh, they have their own things to consider. Uh, there are things there that will require constitutional change and that means taking them to an AGM and, and putting them to the shareholders of the company. Um, but look, um, you know, I know the mood of the board at the moment. The mood of the board is uh, very much to embrace these um, uh, changes and, um, and uh, look forward to making the company better and the, and the wool industry better. And so, importantly, for our listeners out there, what does this review of performance mean for wool growers? Um, it means, um, well firstly it means that their, uh, their company is being uh, well scrutinised every three years. They, uh, they get to see those results and they get to judge us on, on our worth. Um, so look, we are quite unique uh, amongst RDCs. There's no other RDC that, that does this, that has a vote of which zero must be an option every three years and there's no other RDC that, that has been through this kind of scrutiny. So. Um, look, I think that um, it evidences to wool growers that uh, the company's been well looked at and, um, and uh, there are some things that we can uh, do better, but there's many things that we've done right and uh, we, uh, we are, you know, happy about that, um, but wool growers should be happy that uh, the company's been well looked at and, um, and, um, and the things that have been identified will be, will be addressed in due course. And as you touched on, AWI has come under criticism in recent times on the front of consultation with wool grower representative groups. Is this an area that AWI will focus on addressing? Although we think we've been good at it, um, clearly um, the, there's perception out there that doesn't match um, uh, what we're actually doing in the company. And again, the review of performance um, uh, clearly stated that, that there was a, a difference between the perception out there and what was really being done in the company and um, they weren't meeting so we're going to work out a way that they can meet. You know, we, we've, we've just got to try a little harder and, and um, think of ways that, that might uh, empower them um, a little bit more and uh, get them better information. Um, we're always looking for, for ways to improve that. Now of these 80 odd recommendations, how many are AWI going to accept? Oh, look, the vast majority of them uh, will be accepted either in full or, or, or in part. Um, uh, we'll, we'll work with the government um, pretty closely on this over the next six months. That's our plan anyway, uh, to work with them and, um, and make sure that, um, uh, that they are uh, uh, well covered off. Um, so look, I, I, don't see, uh, I don't see that there'll be much of a problem with um, many, many of them. Um, uh, but some of them are some of them are challenging in terms of um, a constitutional change to the company, and and that's uh, that's really ha that really has to go to the shareholders. They have to they have to make that they have to vote on that, and they have to vote you know um, thoroughly on that with a seventy five percent vote or more. So that's um, going to uh, just in timing wise going to uh, uh, 
present some issues, but uh, we'll work through all that. And um, I think the company, uh, from an operational point of view and from a board point of view, has um, has heard um, uh, what uh, Ernst and Young have had to, had to say in this report, and are uh, really keen to make sure that um, uh, many of those things are adopted and um, and uh, and that we become a better company in the future. It seems like the review of performance has given AWI the opportunity to clarify where we can improve. Yeah, look, we don't, we never expect review of performances to be, um, uh, they don't come in to um, uh, study all the good things that we're doing. They come in to find the holes, the pitfalls in a company and, um, and identify them and see where um, we could be doing things better. So we never expect a... Um, a pat on the back with these sorts of documents. In fact, we always expect some feathers to be taken off, um, and um, and that's no different with this report. Um, it, it's um, it's complementary on many of the things that we do, but, but but they they make no mistake. They came in to write a document that found the problems with the business, um, identified them, and to give us suggestions on how we can improve that. And that's exactly what they've done. So, Stuart, it's a really big document, and not many wool growers would have the time to read 500 odd pages. Where can they find a good summary of it? Uh, well, there's a few places they can find a good summary. Firstly, um, uh, a summary will be sent to them as part of their voter information kit uh, for, for wool poll this year. So it's important that we, I mean, this is the very reason why it's done, uh, that we inform wool growers prior to a wool poll on how, how our performance is. So that's uh, one way that they can read it. Um, of course, it, it'll be available front and centre on our, our, our website, the executive uh, summary. Uh, and, the, and, the, and the bigger document, of course, is there should um, um, uh, some wool growers want to uh, read the whole, the whole thing. The um, Department of Agriculture will also have that um, made available um, on their website. So there's a range of uh, spots that they can um, uh, have a look at this. And, uh, and we'll certain, we're certainly, as we move forward, keen to create a dedicated spot on our website that that um, updates regularly on a month-by-month basis and informs wool growers on how we're implementing those changes. Um, that's something we've already instigated. Well, thank you so much, Stuart, for speaking with me. It's been really interesting. And I hope our listeners have found it interesting too. Thank you. That was AWI's CEO, Stuart McCulloch, speaking about the review of performance conducted by EY. I'm Ella Edwards. You've been listening to The Yarn, a podcast for the Australian wool industry. If you have any feedback, please send it through to theyarn at wool.com and follow us on our social platforms at Beyond the Bale on Instagram and at Wool Innovation on Twitter. Again, please review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only will you be able to keep up to date with what's happening in the wool industry, It'll also help other wool growers find the podcast. We hope you enjoyed the yarn. I'm Ella Edwards. Looking forward to our next yarn.